When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's Tuesday, the 13th of September 2016, and if you're a regular listener, you're thinking, well, what happened to Monday the 12th of September 2016? Bottom line, I didn't get around to podcasting yesterday. I didn't get around to recording an episode. And I'll talk to you about that uh, in a moment. But if I had have recorded one yesterday, um, this is what I was going to talk about. It was essentially my weekend, which was completely unremarkable in one sense and totally remarkable in another. And here's why. On Saturday, uh, I recorded, I think I recorded an episode on Saturday morning, if I remember rightly. I'm pretty certain I did. Uh, But on Saturday, uh, come around lunchtime, I said to Carol, do you fancy going shopping this afternoon? Now, anybody who knows me knows that shopping is one of my least favourite things to do. But suddenly I had a desire to go shopping, not for anything big, not just to... Just seriously, just to have a wander around the shops and then maybe do the supermarket shopping that we normally do online. And if we do it at all in person, it's typically Carol that drives into town and does it. And she'll do that on a Monday or a Tuesday. But this was a Saturday, probably most people's least favourite time to do it, because that's the only time they have to do it, Saturday or Sunday, isn't it? They have to cram it in then and that's when it's it's busiest. But hey, I thought I really just fancy going out shopping. And then I got to thinking, well, why do I fancy doing that? Why do I, right now, want to go out and do something that other times I just really wouldn't have wanted to do? And I can tell you the answer. And this is going to sound weird. And to some people it's going to sound horrific, but to me it just sounds pure bliss. I realised for about six weeks, two months, I had gone no further than walking distance from my house. Seriously, I hadn't been anywhere other than walking with Jack or up to the allotment or any of that stuff. And I'd had a ball doing it. I loved travelling. But I was quite content in doing what I was doing because that's the thing. I was doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Now, I can tell you what I've been doing over the summer. I've been working on a couple of projects, uh, one of which in particular I really have enjoyed working on. This is in my video business. And it's for some great people doing some great work. And I've really thoroughly enjoyed doing that. The rest of the time, as I say, I've been out walking with Jack or up at the allotment or, get this, watching loads of TV. It's crazy. I mean, watching loads of TV. Now, this is not something I'd normally recommend, but the reason I've been watching loads of TV is a couple of things. Firstly, it was the Euros, the football tournament. Then it was the Olympics, and right now it's the Paralympics. I'm going to talk about the Paralympics in another episode, I think, because, man, that is just something else. But watching those events, I mean, I I love the football. It's not that inspiring, but I am quite partisan when it comes to the football. So I do love the football. Uh, And for any Americans listening or Canadians listening, you're probably thinking, what's he mean football? It was the soccer. Soccer, you'd call it. But, hey. Um, you're wrong, it's football. So, joking aside, football, soccer, it doesn't matter, but we had the European Football Championship. England went out embarrassingly early again, but that's not the point. I enjoyed watching it. But then came the Olympics, and I have to tell you, I wasn't really that wound up about the Olympics. Maybe that was just a bit of a hangover trying to compare it to when we had the London Olympics over here. 
but I, I don't know. But the, the build-up, I wasn't that excited. But once it came sort of within a day or two of the opening ceremony, I could feel the excitement starting to build up. And boy, was that ever amazing, the Olympics. But right now, I don't know if you're watching it. I don't know when you'll listen to this either. But right now, we're in the middle of the Paralympics. And that just knocks everything else into a cocked hat. It really does. The Paralympics is amazing. And if you haven't seen any of it, watch it. Do yourself a favour. If you've got a rule that you don't watch TV and that sort of stuff, that's fine. I mean, I, I'm normally pretty selective about the TV I watch. I like a little bit of sport, but I tend to like documentaries and on either arts or sciences. And I love comedy, but not the sitcom type stuff. I, I tend to like the less mainstream stuff. But again, if you're a regular listener, you'll, you'll, you'll know that. But documentaries, comedy, a little bit of sport. And that's pretty much it for me. I'm not one for sit, uh, sitcoms as such. I'm certainly not one for soaps. But th- that's the sort of thing. I, I'm sorry, I've gone off one of my tangents again, which I want to do. But anyway, if you get a chance to watch any of the Paralympics, do so. Because, man, you will be inspired. And as I say, I, I think I, I'll be doing an entire podcast about the Paralympics. It won't be a sporty one. It's not about that. But the whole point of this is to say that I have spent the summer doing stuff that I wanted to do, that pleased me and pleased my family. I have worked on projects that I wanted to work on. And listen, that shows up with the clients as well. Clients will know that I want to work on their project and they'll get the best out of me because of that. So that is so important. Do you know how I say this is this podcast is mainly for people who are in the corporate life and want to get out and know that there's something or feel that there's something better that they should be doing or more important should I say that they should be doing but if you're in a job and you love it that's great well that's my equivalent because I know that if I'm dealing with a company an organization and the person that I'm dealing with loves their job I'm going to get best service out of that company I'm going to get far better service than dealing with somebody who hates their job you can understand that right Well, it's exactly the same way in the projects that I work on with my clients. If I believe in what the client does, if I really am enjoying working on that project with that client, of course they're going to get the best out of me. So it's what I choose to work on. And I can tell you, when you work like that, it feels as though you never do a day's work in your life. I have had a blast this summer. And it wasn't until Saturday that I realised that literally... I hadn't gone anywhere all summer. I had been within, let's say, a five-mile radius of my house, a walking distance of my house. Wherever I walked with Jack was the furthest I'd been. I hadn't got in the car to drive any distance at all. And I love driving long distance. But other things were more enjoyable to me at that time, other things I wanted to do. When the Olympics were on, they were on. They're not going to be on in the winter. <laughs> you know, so I watched them when I wanted, I chose. And it didn't matter that on some nights I was up till four o'clock in the morning because of the time difference between here in the UK and Brazil. It didn't matter that I was up to four in the morning. I didn't have to think, oh God, I've got to phone the boss and pretend to be sick tomorrow because I just can't drag myself in there. None of that mattered. And it's all because back in 2010, August the 12th, back in 2010, I took a decision with Carol that I was going to change things, that I was going to get out of corporate life forever. And I did in February of the following year, February 2011, I took my last paycheck from a corporate life. Now, it's not been easy since then, not at all. 
But it's now got to the point where I am doing what I want to do, what I want to do. And the weird thing is, some of the stuff that I now want to do is some of the stuff that I hated doing before. I used to hate going shopping. On Saturday, I actually asked Carol, do you fancy going shopping? I'd like to go. And so we just walked around the shops, didn't particularly buy much, but we walked around the shops. And then I said, why don't we, while we're out here, why don't we do the supermarket shopping? Supermarket shopping, are you crazy? On a Saturday? But I chose to do it because that's what I wanted to do then, not because I didn't have any other time to do it. And it was really, really enjoyable. Yeah, I can't tell you how, how strange it feels to enjoy walking around a supermarket and not be cursing people for running into the back of you with their shopping trolley, you know, their cart. So look, this is all about um, doing what you want to do when you want to do. So I hope in my sort of cack-handed, backhanded way, I've been able to explain that. Oh, and there is a more embarrassment. Last week, I talked, I, I recorded two podcasts that were embarrassing. One was uh, embarrassing and painful, and one was embarrassing and funny. And they were one after the other. I can't remember the, which, but they're, they're in the high 60s. If you're searching for them by number, they're, they're in the high 60s. So last week, I recorded two podcasts about embarrassment. Now, a couple more embarrassing things that I must tell you. One is as a direct result of the uh, the podcast, the Embarrassing and Funny podcast. In that, I told the story about uh, a young lady, a very attractive young lady, at the airport at Venice that we encountered, and about her going through back and forth through the through the the screening machine. I, it's not an X-ray, is it? It's a thing that detects metal. Yeah, and she clicked. She had nothing with her. She had a very thin, floaty dress on, and all this sort of stuff. And I made the comment that I'm sure, because she was such an attractive young lady, that the guys working on the desk had rigged up some sort of button that they just pressed as she walked through, because she was so attractive, it allowed her to sort of look at her a little bit longer and engage her in conversation, that sort of stuff. And I, I, you know, my thought process at the time was, I bet they do that with all the attractive young ladies that come through. It's just their little way of passing the day. I can't count the number of people who have emailed me and said, you're an idiot. You are an idiot. Now, I, I actually, as I was recording this, the penny dropped. Several years later after the event, the penny dropped what was actually happening. But I, I and as I was recording this, I thought, oh, you were an idiot. <laughs> this is what happened, isn't it? It wasn't what you thought at all at the time. And I hadn't thought, I genuinely hadn't thought of it much at all, at all. In fact, I say much at all. I hadn't thought of it at all until I was recording that podcast. But my conclusion on the day, as I say, was that the guys had a little button on the desk and they were just messing around. But as I was recording it, I realised, no, that wasn't what the case was at all. But since this is a, a non-explicit and a family podcast, I'm not going to say what the real case was, but just to say thank you to all the people who emailed me in and told me how naive I was and that, it, of course, she had metal about her person. It just wasn't in a pocket. Shall we just, <laughs> just leave it at that? So, so that, that was one embarrassment. Uh, the other embarrassment is while we were out shopping, now, this is a bit of a convoluted tale. While we were out shopping, I happened to notice that the supermarket, it's a, it's a very sort of green supermarket and that sort of stuff, and it had a recycling centre in this huge atrium lobby type area. It's a beautiful place. I mean, it's, it's fairly new in our hometown, but they're, they're a well-respected company, and uh, they had this huge, beautiful glass atrium type thing with all the walkways. And In there, in a corner, was a recycling centre where you could 
household appliances. I'm trying to think of all the things that were, but but ha- the key one was household appliances. Now, it just so happened that in the boot of my car, or the trunk of my car, you might call it, was a smoke alarm, which had come to the end of its life. It was one of these that plugs into the light fitting. So it charges itself up from your light, uh, your light fitting when you switch the light on, and it just sits there. So you plug it into a, uh, the light fitting, then you plug the bulb in, the, the, the light bulb in, 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 in the alarm. They don't make these anymore, and there's a reason they don't make them anymore, but I'm, I'm not going to bore you with that. This thing had come to the end of its life. So, you know, when a fire alarms, the batteries go, they, they sort of give this chirruping sound. Well, this was doing this every day or so. So I've replaced it with an ordinary fire alarm. But the thing is, you have to, you can't just stick these in the bin. There, there are harmful materials in them. So they have to go to a recycling plant. So what I'd done is I'd put it in the boot of my car, the trunk of my car, because we didn't want this chirruping going on in the house. So uh, I put it in the trunk of my car and thought, right, next, when next I go past the recycling plant, I'll put it in there. But I saw this recycling thing in the lobby, uh, in this atrium of the store. So I said, right, Carol, I'm going to run to the car, get it, and put it in this recycle bin. And there, sure enough, it was in my car, chirruping away every sort of 20 seconds or so. Beep, beep, beep. And I took it and put it in this bin and then we left. And it was only on the way home that I realised that, hang on a minute, um, that's in a large, large echoey atrium type affair. And it's going to take them ages to find it. When they come to lock up tonight or when somebody mentions there's something beeping, it's going to take them ages to find it. So I was pretty embarrassed about that. Rather more embarrassingly, I had intended when I got home to phone the store and let them know what I'd done. And now, three days later, I'm just remembering this story now. So it's way too late for me to phone the store. I've checked on local news and that sort of stuff, so there have been no bomb scares or anything of that, so I haven't caused anything of that. But if you work in a store in Sussex and you find in your recycle bin an alarm, a smoke alarm that was coming to the end of its life and beeping away after hours and hours and hours of searching, I am really, really sorry. And I'm heartily embarrassed that I just didn't think I just saw this and thought I'll do my bit I'm doing the responsible thing I'm not chucking it in the rubbish with the rest of it so it's going to a proper recycling place it's going to be sorted out the the hazardous materials will be dealt with properly and I was just trying to do my bit so I'm really sorry about that really embarrassed about what I've done when I'm next in the store I'm going to fess up but who knows when that's going to be it could be about a year away from now in which case everything's been forgotten but more embarrassment over the weekend. But apart from that, I have had a fantastic time this summer. And up until Saturday, I didn't go further than five miles from my home. Because that's the way I wanted it to be. Now, for you, that might sound hell. That's fine. You do something different. But that's what I did. That's what I did this summer. We may travel later in the year. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. But that's the beauty of when you decide to live your life on purpose, doing the things you want to do, creating the things you want to create. And that was another thing that kept me here. I was re- been recording my podcast on a daily basis. Love doing it. Well, not quite daily. That's stretching it. As you know, I missed yesterday. And I was going to tell you why I missed yesterday. Sorry about that. The reason I missed yesterday is was I'd been busy during the day working on that other project. Uh, we'd had quite a nice walk with Jack as well um, busy doing all sorts of stuff during the day I suddenly realised at dinner hey I haven't 
recorded the podcast. Remind me to do that later. After dinner, switch the Paralympics on. That was me, glued to it till after midnight. So it got to about midnight and I realised I haven't done the podcast. No, I'm not going to record it now because I'm ready for my bed. I'll record it in the morning and um, nobody will know the difference. Unless, of course, I tell them it's not Monday, which I've done. So I've rather spoiled that. So I didn't get away with the fact pretending that this was Monday and I wouldn't do that to you anyway. This is Tuesday, the 13th of September 2016. Hope you've had a fantastic weekend. I hope you've had a fantastic summer as well. And I hope you can see why it's not important what it is that you want out of life. That's not the important thing. What it is you want is not the important thing. The important thing is that you go out and get it. This is not, I hope you will recognise, this is not a podcast about bragging. I have spent so little money this summer. It's unbelievable. I mean, literally, I've spent very little money this summer. Because the stuff that I wanted to do didn't call on me to spend money. Having the mindset, the when's my time mindset, is about totally about living the life you want to live. It's about gaining that significance. It's about working on the things you want to work on. It's not about material things. It's not about wealth. It's not about... In fact, I will talk in another podcast about wealth because I'm not decrying wealth. I'm not knocking wealth. I'm not anti-getting wealthy. Not at all. I I think that's fantastic. And I'll talk to you um, in another podcast about that in, in some detail. But wealth isn't the important thing here. It's living the life that you want to live. And that's what I've been doing this summer. I've had a fantastic time. I hope you have too. And I can tell you, once you decide that that's what you're going to do, that you're going to live life on your terms, you're going to live life on purpose, things will get so much better for you. Hope you've enjoyed this late podcast, this Tuesday rather than Monday podcast. If you have, by all means tell your friends about it. And please head over to iTunes and subscribe because that way you're not going to miss any more of these. Not only subscribe, while you're there, leave me a review and leave me a bunch of stars as well. Tell me what you'd like about this podcast. Tell me what you don't like about it. Tell me what I could do better. Tell me what you'd like me to feature in future episodes. If you don't want to do that there, you can always hook up on Twitter at Aussie Air. That's O-Z-Z-Y or O-Z-Z-Y-E-Y-R-E at Aussie Air. Send me a message there, or if it won't fit in 140 characters, email me, Aussie, O-Z-Z-Y, at whensmytime.com. Aussie at whensmytime.com. Drop me an email. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. Tell me about your story. Tell me about what it is you want to achieve in your life. Tell me about how you see yourself living your life on purpose. And look, I love to hear your story. I love getting emails from you, even if they are emails telling me, Ozzy, you're pretty naive. That was not what was happening at Venice Airport. I love receiving your emails and I love hearing your stories. And with your permission, one day I may even share your story in this podcast. So, Ozzy at whensmytime.com if you want to drop me an email. Thank you so much indeed again for listening. I'm an Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you your time is now.